I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Shannon Felton. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. We won't, but we will give you one. You can have them. All right. We have a remote episode coming your way, which means your brain at some point is going to say, Hey. This sounds a little different. Let your heart tell your brain, hell yeah, it does. And I'm into it. Today on the You Are That podcast, we have Miss Jessica Mack. You are a fantastic artist. You do teaching. You are a creator of many things. You are super smart and silly, and we're really excited to have you on the podcast. So excited. Well, thanks, guys. I'm super happy to be here. Definite emphasis on the silly. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to chat with you guys. We're going to get a little weird. I do want to let everyone know how we met. Yes. I got the first meeting, and then you met Shannon. I think it was the next day, I want to The next day, because Bonnie wouldn't shut up about you, and then she was (laughs) so excited to introduce. She's like, I cannot wait for you to meet (laughs) the lovely Rachel Strauss Woodburn Corner she was on one of our episodes she had a little cocktail meetup party at Alt Summit and I you know I was a little like fangirly so she invited me to a cocktail party Shannon had another party where she got to go feed giraffes and stuff at the zoo no big yeah I was casually feeding zoo animals at night what I don't know (laughs) I'm sorry I I can't make it to your cool cocktail party because (laughs) I'm gonna go feed animals at my private dinner party that I wasn't Bonnie wasn't invited to so thank (laughs) god Rachel unknowing to her took pity on me and invited me to a gathering and I show up to this beautiful house and I get dropped off by an uber driver and I walk up and apparently I'm spot on on time which made me very early and I creeped the other girls out who were staying in the house because I came (laughs) up and didn't see any action happening in the house as the first person there so I peeked over this fence and saw like (laughs) 
a whole windows and this beautiful reflection of a pool off in the distance. And I was like spying and I just saw like two girls like in the dark just oh hanging God. out. And I was like, oh my God, am I at the wrong house? So I went back out into the street and hid by some hedges as other cars like came up and passed me because I thought I had the wrong day. And God forbid I just show up to these girls' house like on the wrong day or I'm at the wrong house. So I'm checking the email and everything. And then I come back up and stand in this large glass window. Oh my God. That is like adjacent to the door you can see inside the house, but you're just standing like in a beacon of light in front of a full house-sized glass panel. Fuck, Bonnie, that's terrifying. I scared the shit out of them. And then we all had a good laugh and they were like, this house legit feels like the scream house. Like when you look out on the pool and you can see someone like getting murdered by the pool. Every person that showed up was terrifying. (laughs) Beautiful people are arriving and they have smiles on their face, but we're like, oh my God, like every person that arrived was so scary. And the Jessicas, you guys arrived together. We did. Yes. No, we had the exact same experience. We turned up and the whole street was like super dark. There was like not even street lights or anything. So we're like, are we at the right place? I don't know. And yeah, we were really concerned that we were not at the right place it was a weird feeling and then you're like do I still go knock like and no <laughs> one's there to tell you because you're an adult dressed like an asshole standing in the bushes <laughs> and I had just come from the gifting party so I had a huge bag of swag and was just carrying around like weird shit in a bag so I was just like a girl in the street in Palm Springs hiding in some hedges. I didn't know what to do. I walked up and down that driveway so oh many God. times. And then when I was like the first person there, I came in and I'm all sweaty and panicked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing this whole thing. So the Jessica's roll in, that was like hilarious to me because they came together. They're both named Jessica and they're finishing each other's sentences. They're full on <laughs> acting like they're sisters. This is crazy. You guys must be like BFFs. You guys were raised together. <laughs> And they're both like shrug, like, no, it's totally, like, it's totally cool. It's just a thing with Jessica's, you know, all Jessica's in the world have this like mind meld thing. It doesn't matter if we grew up in different countries, like, you know, we just, we just get it. Oh, Jessica. I love it. I asked to be an honorary Jessica and they said that I could. Absolutely. I have it in writing, so. The contract. Right? So we had a lot of fun. We ate yummy charcuterie board. We drank some wine. I'm the only person that smokes in the world, apparently, but especially in Palm Springs and especially, at oh, especially in Palm Springs. So I went outside yeah. to like smoke by the pool and it was so windy and I was like getting windblown just looking in and I'm watching them all talking. And <laughs> the thing that I remember was I look in and I see you, Jessica, and you're talking with your hands, you're describing something. So it's like watching charades and I can't hear you guys at all. And then the other Jessica, I like that I'm just calling her other Jessica. (laughs) Jessica O, you turn to her because she was like, getting into your hands like yeah like I know what you're describing and she like chimed in and helped you describe something and you went yes like in her face like screamed at her delighted she screamed back at you and when you said yes you like hit her sort of but in that like sisterly way of like you get it you get it like you were so excited and then everyone was like cracking up and it was me smoking a cigarette outside feeling Like I just missed the most (laughs) inclusive moment where I really thought about my life and was like, I'm missing 
the moments, the fun moments. Oh my God. That's that smoking commercial, yes. Bonnie, where they're like, they're having a party and then they pan to the guy that's standing <laughs> out in the pouring rain and he's just like, womp, womp, I, life I think of choices. It all the time. Well, now I'm dying to know what the hell we were talking about because I have no Me memory too. of that. <laughs> Oh my god. But we had so much fun and we played games. That was like the first time as an adult that I've sat in a room and done like for real like icebreaker games that with people who were super into it. Like everyone was super into it and it was very fun. And we played a game that I've never played, but you look to the person on your right and you decide what they were like in high school. And you just Oh, you told me about this. I want to play this with a group of people now. It was so much fun. And meeting people for the first time, seeing how they, you know, acted with other people. And a lot of us were like, no, we were kind of an asshole as a child. And I've grown into an adult. Now I'm a good human and I'm thoughtful and I'm wise. There was some really funny answers there. And we were just all like open mouth laughing in each other's faces and having a great time. And I came home and told you all about all these women oh, and and Raph. and Raph. There was a gentleman there. <laughs> he just went with everything. He was like, I don't give a fuck. You girls do whatever you want. So we were just kind of like wild animals. <laughs> Told Shannon all about you girls. And then the next day is when we had that faded lunch where everyone somehow uh, joined the table. And yeah. there was it was kismet shit. That lunch table will be infamous forever. That was pretty great. It was for real bonding. Was, was that the yeah. lunch where I ate cilantro and thought I was going to die? That was the next Oh, that was part Mm. two. That's when we realized that other people give strange side eye when people talk shit about cilantro. You and I were like, it tastes like soap. And you're like, I'm actually allergic though. And I was like, I tell people I'm allergic because they won't not put it in. Right. They put it in everything. Exactly. And I think we bonded over our hate of cilantro, but then it full on went into, oh, we had plans, but now we actually, we're going to go because (laughs) I might be dying from cilantro poisoning. And then we saw you... I came to the party that night. I went and had popped like a whole bunch of Benadryl and drank like two liters of Coke because I heard that that's good because it breaks down like everything in your stomach basically. And um, it's like acid. So I can see that. It's like eradicate all the things with, with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Exactly. And had a little nap and then I was good to go. What a trooper. You couldn't miss the party because you had a full on outfit. This is the second year in a row where Shannon and I were like, oh, we missed the mark on planning for it because we feel like the party themes aren't really announced in a timely fashion to where we realize yes. that it's happening. Mm-hmm. But everyone else shows up like, no, we, we all knew. And so we missed the mark. You had my favorite outfit. We went to a 90s dance party and there were girls dressed up wearing Hanson forever shirts. There was someone dressed as Cher from Clueless, like head to toe, the yellow plaid looking spot on. That was so good. Jessica Mack walks in and she's wearing grunge. She has the (laughs) plaid tight on her. She's got like the tough girl outfit on, the band shirt. And I said, oh my God, you're the only person here that thought grunge with 90s. I respect it so hard. And you said, of course. I'm from Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. And it was such a delightful moment for me because I don't know if our listeners (sighs) can hear, but she does not have a typical Pacific Northwest 
accent. Wait, I don't? Not at all. <laughs> That's crazy. Have you been working on it? Yeah. I mean, I've totally been working on it. I've only lived in Seattle for a couple of years, but I was like, you know what? I'm from Seattle. Aren't they like the home of grunge? I feel like I need to represent. So yeah. Yeah. You rolled in like straight out of my so-called life and my heart was so happy. <laughs> it was the perfect outfit. Everybody else leaned very 80s or 90s pop culture like they were on a MTV dance. There was a video. lot of Spice Girls. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of, I mean, tie-dye. Yeah, yeah. The really bright colors. But for me, that was more 80s, not so much 90s. Totally. I felt that mm. way too. Grunge for sure. Hanson nailed yep. it. I wore a lot of khakis and Jack Purcells. So like for real, I would have been the most boring. She was the preppy I wanted to wear clothes from the Gap so bad nonstop. That's all I wanted in my life in the 90s was just to look as vanilla as possible. Blend the fuck right in, please God. I'm sad because Shannon and I are very much dress up theme party people. Like we have theme parties and then friends come and they're like, oh, you guys were serious. And we're like, um, we go hard. Yeah. You're at a Marie Antoinette garden party. How dare you go right. chalk your hair. Powder your hair. Go powder your hair at our hair powder station. Like we're weirdos. Yes. So we've gone two years in a row to these dance parties and not been dressed up. And it makes me feel like a fraud mm-hmm. to my soul. My 90s Same. go-to would have been some big ass. Janko jeans, some oh. K-Swiss shoes, a non-crop top. I dressed like a thug dude. So I wore like a big yeah. oversized like boy shirts. And then I would have waxed my eyebrows and drawn them on super thin, oh, done yes. white eyeliner and raisin color lip liner with just a little gloss inside. Oh, yeah, yes. Totally. Oh my gosh. I feel like I missed the mark because I would have rolled out like I fell out of a Delia's catalog, mm-hmm. but let's make it plus size and mom clothes. <laughs> but like Delia's catalog. But I need a platform flip flop. Yep. I need a, a glitter mascara, a rainbow, at least tank top. I think we have to like mom it up for this venture. We but loved like, the mock turtlenecks that were sleeveless. I really did. And those necklaces that have come back that are stretchy, that look like lace, but they're plastic. Yes. But also don't forget a hemp one with a little cowrie shell rocking mm-hmm. on there. Ankle bracelet. Ankle bracelet, big hoops, and the shitload of friendship bracelets. That was like my jam. And baggy jeans, but they're tight in the waist with a long belt. I tried to find baggy jeans and I couldn't. I just had to go with regular jeans but yeah I wanted the baggy jeans were you in the 90s were you in Australia yes was Australian fashion very similar to American fashion Uh, as far as like trends go okay this this might be controversial but I I have a theory that America kind of got stuck in the 80s and 90s (laughs) um yeah no I don't think you're wrong I still feel like a lot of that fashion just didn't go away in the same way that it it did in other countries. <laughs> I think you're right. Like just the style of jeans and, and you know, the, the t-shirts and I, it depends where you live. But before Seattle, I was in Colorado and definitely there was a lot of people still rocking those like 90 mom jeans and just look like they were straight from the late 80s kind of early 90s. It's weird because I feel like there's a whole generation that got really landlocked in that 90s style and couldn't shake out of it. Please see any of my friends who are on Tinder that find somebody their age. (laughs) 
that still wears the t-shirts with the line, three lines across the chest. I call it a Boy Meets World shirt. Yes, yes. Boy Meets World shirt, but they also wear cargo shorts with yeah. it. And some of them still have what Tiffany used to call the McDonald's bangs. Yes. Wait, explain, please. Explain. Okay, so it's like your hair is parted in the middle. It's a little longer on top. And your bangs fall kind of in two arches. Oh, I, oh. It's like straight up Jonathan Brandis from... Or Devin Sawa. Okay, I had that. You had that? You I, had that. <laughs> yes, I had that in the 90s because I just have a weird cowlick like right there. And that's just what my hair naturally does. <laughs> so now I have to do like a deep left part to try and like right. flatten it down. Yeah. <laughs> you, girl, you had arches. That's hilarious. I, oh, I totally did. Oh, that brings back bad memories. <laughs> it was the style, though, too, because like a bunch of the girls had those real short baby doll bobs. Mm. And either you had micro bangs with it or you had the arches with it. That was the style. Oh, God, I, the I think America's totally caught in that. I've been quarantine watching Charmed again. Oh, oh, shit. Which also makes me just go online and order like iridescent colored magic eight balls. <laughs> shaking this magic looking orb and being like, are my powers? is going to come in on my birthday no no not this year <laughs> but i'm watching charmed and it's so beautiful in the fact that i've never been so intrigued by outfits you know, their their outfits were a little witchy, a little like clubby, a little poppy. And they're always running around in heels wearing like lace crop tops and low waisted. That's yes. true. Alyssa Milano's character like really pushed the boundaries of being like hippie bohemian, but also like slutty 90s mm-hmm. with like colored right. eyeshadows and the gel crimped hair and everything. But I've never been so intrigued by the fashion and also so revolted by a character's bangs where I'm like, comb your fucking bangs, bitch. Your bangs look like the teeth of a comb. <laughs> oh my They're God. those thin white girl haircut. Black. Yep. You yeah. don't have thick hair, but they cut you bangs for no reason. And your bangs want yeah. to live on their own, like icicles on a gutter. Yep. And it, I hate it. <laughs> There's so a reason why I don't have bangs now. You know, I'd love to hide this giant forehead, but I can't. <laughs> Dude, I'm the same. My billboard of a forehead, I can't do bangs. I look like either a 12-year-old or like I put part of a wig <laughs> on my face. It looks so weird. <laughs> so, Jessica, you have five half-siblings and yourself for a total of six children. Can you describe the crazy? We had four in our family and I feel like it was crazy. Yes. But I I only grew up in the same house with my younger sister Zoe. My my dad is very popular with the ladies and oh, he's yeah. had kids with a lot of different women. And so I have a lot of <laughs> I mean, he's a very charismatic guy. What can you say? So yeah, I have an older brother and an older sister and then three younger sisters. Oh, wow. So you're right smack dab in the middle I of them. I am, but within our household, I'm the elder child. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's an interesting nice, dynamic, okay. you know? You hold yeah. yourself like an older child. Yeah. I, well, I think I grew up as the older child because um, yeah. my older brother and sister are quite a lot older than me. So, oh, okay. you know, by the time my mom and dad got together, like they were already, you know, teenagers and... Yeah. <laughs> semi grown They were their starter kids. It's fine. It's no big deal. They just practiced on those guys. <laughs> Did you guys get together for like holidays or anything like that where it was all the kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We No, we definitely did. And I used to spend like school vacations with my dad and his wife after my mom. 
<laughs> and my two other younger <laughs> sisters. So I used to spend vacations with them. And certainly as an adult, we all get together a lot more than we did when I was a kid. But also I lived in Canberra, the capital city of Australia, and most of them are down in Melbourne or Victoria. So mm-hmm. yeah, as an adult, we, we get together and, and during quarantine we've actually been having like family zoom meetings with a zillion people which is really fun and even though my dad and his third wife are not together haven't been for a long time my mom and her are really good friends (laughs) oh my god that's not at all weird you guys are a weird anomaly (laughs) no it's super weird but how mature and awesome is that though (laughs) like that that's like the really good side of weird that's awesome yeah so it you know it works that's a fun family tree (laughs) It takes a lot of paper to map it out. Yeah. That's a family bush. <laughs> if you don't want to be in a room with five siblings, and that sounds bonkers to anyone listening that has like one sibling or no sibling, yeah. I feel like you could be a little choosier as an adult. <laughs> I would love to see these siblings, and I'm going to plan a vacation where we all go somewhere together with our families, and the other ones aren't going to be hurt by it, and that's okay. That's kind of nice. Yeah. It's choose your own adventure family. They're all really, really awesome people. I think we're all very, very different, but they're all kind of amazing. So yeah, I just, I feel really lucky. You know, they're half brothers and sisters, but I I don't really think of them that way. And yeah, they're all just really Mm. cool people. That's fun. Mm. What a cool and interesting thing. I'm glad your dad was a... Ladies, man. A Bond character. (laughs) But think more, more hippie. An artist. Type. There you go. Oh, oh my god. I, I feel like that could have been dad. They would have been friends. <laughs> <laughs> like we used to joke that we had like Australian siblings because he went AWOL in Vietnam and stayed in, in Australia for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Well, I probably have an older brother or sister around there somewhere. I'm I'm betting that's possible. I knew you guys looked familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out we're related. Weird. It's kismet. Good old time. He was a young stud with a tan. Good looking dude, you know? I mean, why not? Could play guitar. Oh, yeah. And surf. He always said, Australian women love American accents. Oh, God. And I said, <laughs> interestingly enough, in my 20s, I had an Australian band move to Portland to record and hang out. We became fast friends. I realized that Australian boys do not necessarily love American girl accents. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've never met your dad. I've never seen <laughs> pictures of him. But I'm willing to bet it was just him because... <laughs> Because I actually, as a rule, I don't think Australians like Americans that much. (laughs) That's awesome. Dad was more like, he could have gone to any country and probably been friendly just because he was a very hippy-dippy. I'm here to have a good time. I play guitar. I'll drink what Mm -hmm. you have to drink. I'll eat what you have to eat. Let's just all hang out. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like, Dutch women really love American Uh, men. That would have been his line universally. (laughs) I could 100% picture that. Oh, those Canadian gals. uh They love these American (laughs) guys. Speaking of growing up in Australia, I am curious... Did you have a pet that you really wanted when you were little? Like any animal, did you ever beg your parents for a pet? What was it? And did you ever get it? I feel like every kid has that one thing. Mine was a turtle. I I had to save my allowance, my babysitting money to get a turtle. Because my parents were like, no, you're irresponsible. It turns out I lost that turtle twice. They weren't wrong. But it was a great (laughs) pet. I really loved it. Well, I really wanted a cat. 
It's not super exciting, but I really wanted a cat. And my mom said no, because so my mom's American, but you know, she moved to Australia a, a while before I was born. And she tried so hard to become Australian. Aww. She knows every Australian animal and bird. She knows every Australian bird call. Like she's the most Australian, <laughs> non-Australian you will ever meet. <laughs> and so she didn't want a cat because cats kill native birds. And so Aww. she wouldn't let me get one because um, she wanted smart. to protect the local. She's like, I'm of the land now. Yeah. And you need to respect my Australian heart. That's yeah. a very American Basically. thing to want, daughter. You mm-hmm. may not has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although she did let me get mice multiple rabbits mm-hmm. um i think we had a rat at one time had a i've one had time. other yeah other sort of odd animals she also wouldn't let me get a ferret but probably with good reason because they do smell really bad but they're so cute they're so cute oh i had college learning experience with ferrets and then i was happy that i didn't get one when i was younger mm. because some stoner friends of ours got two ferrets and they were pretty awesome until they made a hole near an outlet and then moved into the walls and then nobody could find them again. So they had no. ferrets living in their walls. <laughs> this is how bad Shannon wanted a ferret. Oh. She was obsessed with them, talked about them all the time. She was in shop <laughs> class and she full on built a giant outdoor ferret cage. An enclosure. That was yeah. So huge. And it was like out by our back shed area like under this huge tree and it sat there for so long because no no i thought if i built it they They would let me have it once i was in a shopping mall and i was walking behind this lady pushing a stroller and the little girl in the stroller dropped what i thought was a stuffed toy and i went to pick it up and realized she had a ferret in her lap this two-year-old is allowed a ferret and i'm not what (laughs) What is this? I would have been enraged. You stole it and you ran away. Very uh, fast. You're like, oh, it's alive. Bye. I mean, I kind of wish, but no. I gave it back. Because it was just floppy and like super <laughs> docile. You're so yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. I truly made a couple friends in elementary and junior high when we moved to Oregon. I know that I made friends with them because one of them strictly because their brother had a ferret. I didn't actually care about the friendship. I just wanted to spend time with their pet. <laughs> So she's not home? Cool, but can I pet your ferret? Like, what is wrong with me? That sounds really dirty. I know. <laughs> Yikes. Can I pet your ferret? It's not code. Give me that animal. I don't want to pet you. You're gross. All right, Jessica, you are super into books and reading, and you recently have been posting tons of posts of your painted book spines oh, that are so good. So beautiful. And I was lucky enough to snag a thriller themed mug from your society six store and i love it so much what is your favorite book that you read as a child that holds a super special place in your heart oh that's really tough um i mean the first books that i remember my mother reading to me i think were millie molly mandy and i've never spoken to another human that knows what I'm talking about. I'm so glad you said that because I was like, is this the part where we're supposed to go? Oh, oh my God. God. Right. 
And if we had, if we were fake ass bitches and we were like <laughs> pretending to know what you're talking about, you would have been like, I call bullshit. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, one no. Knows. <laughs> no. Cause I think they might, the copies that my mom had, I think might've been my grandmother's. Oh, like shit. old, like really old. But I just remember she had like a little creek that ran down like in the garden at the back of her house. And I wanted to live in a house like that. I wanted a little creek that you could go down and explore. And I just, I remember my mom reading me these books and they just painted such a vivid picture that they still have kind of stuck with me all these years. I need to try and look them up and see if they even still exist, if you can get them anywhere. I just did and they're everywhere. Oh my God, I knew knew Bonnie be Googling the (laughs) fuck out of that while you're talking. That's my favorite. I wanted to see, uh, visually, I get my memories from going, oh my God, I've seen that book cover somewhere. There's like four different styles of book cover. Each one, she has a little striped red and white dress. Mm -hmm. She looks like like she would be tight with uh, Madeline. Yes. Would have been friends. They're mm-hmm. like the same age bracket of cute little explore the world type girl. I, I am really wondering though, like, would they hold up today? I don't remember. Is there anything like, are they super sexist? Are they racist? Like, I have no right? idea. Ooh, good question. Because there's a couple of those where like, mm-hmm. I've read a couple of my childhood favorite stories to Aiden where I'm like, oh, oh nope. my. Oh God. Well, this is going on a shelf as decoration because- this is a rough message. Oh, yeah. Oof. There's a bunch of golden books. <laughs> that's where, that's the ones I'm thinking of. <laughs> yes. I picked them up and I'm like, oh, I remember this from when I was little. Right? started reading them to Emily. I'm like, nope, we're going to put that down. We're going to read something else. That yeah. is horrifying. Yeah. I was a big fan of Amelia Bedelia. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where every time somebody says like, pick four characters that describe you. Or one is always Amelia Bedelia because she means well, but she always fucks shit up. She's creative and it's like, I have an idea, but then like, oops, you know, the Elmer's glue is all over her. And you're like, that doesn't look like glue, girl. <laughs> she's straight up a maid nanny and they treat her as such. So when she's with the kids, valuable lessons and creative mm. things are happening. When it's in regards to the adults, they talk to her like she is their robot and it's freaking weird oh that's so true okay well when i grow up everyone gets help apparently and that is not a fact you're a clumsy helper oh i wish i could remember which golden book i was reading but it was it said something like she couldn't do it because she was just a girl (gasps) and i was like no (laughs) you're like i'm gonna punch this book right now Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> if you read it now, you're like, all of my childhood favorite books, the main character goes through a very large arc of battling depression. Yes. That's what this book is about. Oh, God, I see their struggle and their pain, and no one's helping them. And they did it on their own, but they look real tired. Like, this is a terrible story. <laughs> they survived. It's not even like they grew into a better person. It's like they fucking got through it, okay? Yeah. You need it. Give them some credit. That's all you can ask for them. Part of me really wants to buy the Millie Molly Mandy books, and part of Do me it. doesn't want the memories to be ruined or tainted. Ooh. There's also a Millie Molly Mandy that's her full name. I thought it was going to be like three sisters. Three wow. girls. No, Same no, that's all her. Millie Molly Mandy is one girl and she legit has the, I would wear that outfit. You should be her for Halloween one year. <gasps> She's so cute. She's got a hat, a belt, and like a candy striper pink and white dress on with some like mm-hmm. boots. And she's got like a hipster book bag, like a little cross satchel. 
<laughs> this is adorable. And a hundred million vintage book sites came up with these books. Laying in bed tonight, just thinking about <laughs> Millie, Molly, Mandy, go through. There's even ones that have a super creepy fabric doll attached Ooh, to the book itself. That's fun. Okay. And <laughs> now we're talking. You know you're... <laughs> it's so good and there's different illustrators for each one so as someone who's an artist and an illustrator i think it would be fun for you to find the book that you recall the cover of for like that nostalgic art that brings you Mm -hmm. back to like the daydreaming that you had when you heard these stories well i've just been googling it too Um, there are ones that are on amazon and they look way newer than the ones i'm thinking the Mm -hmm. ones i'm thinking i I think we're probably the originals, like the really old ones. Yeah. You got to hit eBay for that shit. So my favorite childhood book, The Little House, it's a cute little house that's on a little hill. And then the city comes in and builds around it and crowds out this beautiful little house. And then a family buys it and they move it back out into the country on a hill. That book made me cry as a child. And then it made me cry reading it to Aiden. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so sad, but it's such a beautiful thing. Such a good one. But I had to find it on eBay. Yeah. I don't know what I would do without like vintage resources, but eBay goes back to it where I'm like tried and true. I will find what I need on you. But I just found a treasure for you, Jessica. I just found a little treasure. Okay. Glenn Poole Mm -hmm. is singing Mm -hmm. Millie, Molly, Mandy, everybody's love songs. It's a... It's 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 a uh, it's music based on <laughs> Millie Molly oh. Mandy. Oh my gosh. Okay. This kid's face makes me want to hit him. So you know the tunes were excellent. <laughs> He's got a face you just want to slap a little. Okay. Oh my God. I'm dead now. Oof. Okay. So you love books, but what's your favorite childhood movie that you watched as a kid that still holds oh. up when you watch it now? Do you have any favorites? Oh, that's really childhood movies. Oh, like nothing is really coming to mind except for like The Little Mermaid. And I watched that recently with Emily and it uh, it was a little bit problematic. It's a little cringy. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it's still one of my favorites. <laughs> Me too. But I feel like horror is the genre that holds up better than Disney. Because like all the horror movies or anything scary from our childhood, like The Witches, holy shit, that movie is still fucking great. And it's so scary. That was terrible then, but it's good, terrible now still. Like if Disney made accuracy of the stories, oh, Little yeah. Mermaid would have ended very differently. Oh, it's it's very traumatic, the real story, yeah. (laughs) She turns to sea foam and, like, goes out to sea, and that's that's the end of it. I would have rather been raised with that fucked up ideal than everything's going to be fine and everyone has to marry a prince. Well, my mom did read me the original fairy tales 
like for the most part. So, you know, Cinderella, I think the the ugly stepsisters chop off their toes. Like it's super gory. Oh, like the Brothers Grimm versions of everything? Mm -hmm. Yes, I love those. Ugh. See, I'm a sucker for a creepy one. Like, put some kids in the oven. Right. Make it real. Like, do it right. <laughs> Disney just kills everybody's parents. That's like the worst. Yeah, thing. Oh, they're all they're all sad learning lessons without parents, so they have to learn them on their own or from animals. But my favorite part of the accurate yeah. Anderson version of Little Mermaid. When she got her legs, it wasn't like a clumsy new baby deer. When she got legs, the price of having legs was that it felt like she was walking on knives. Yes. It was Mm -hmm. painful to have legs. And that shit, like when I got old enough to learn real stories of that stuff that I was like, this is way better. How did I never know that that was the real thing? Oh, you need you need to read wow. the real, yeah. all of the original fairy tales because they're all pretty dark. Yeah, let's just read those to Aiden and see how he turns out. Okay, I mean, why not? <laughs> you know what childhood movie that I super loved and like I think shaped me as a child, but then I watched it as an adult. I could I couldn't get five seconds into it because it was first of all super grotesque, but it had that Dumb and Dumber vibe that I could as an adult woman uh-huh. wrap my head around being like yay i'm gonna sit through this drop dead fred oh, oh my god you're so right i watched drop dead fred recently and i was like it Oof. doesn't hold up over time you have to be a child with a child's mind to be like oh fart jokes are fun mm-hmm. and to think it's hilarious that he's like coming to her job and like fucking with shit as an adult now i'm like i will cut you you don't fuck with her job like right? she, really hard. <laughs> she worked really hard she doesn't want to be friends with you no means no mm-hmm. go back to where you came from you annoy you it is aggressive like, Want away yeah. guy at the bar vibe with the guy at the bar is so insane and doesn't understand that you don't want attention from him. It's that vibe, but then you have to sit through a whole movie of it. It was it was very hard. Mm-hmm. But the witches are still good. Witches I want purple good. contacts to wear on the daily just so kids think I might be a witch. Right? I feel like you could pull those off. Yeah, yeah I believe could. you are correct. And I, mm. I, I believe children currently probably think you're a witch. Let's just be honest. <laughs> that's, realistically, that's my goal in life. <laughs> We would have done terrible shit to kids that were trick-or-treating at our house. I love that it's summertime and we automatically go back to Halloween. I know. It's everything. Oh, that's the good stuff. You said your least favorite holiday, Jessica, is President's Day. Um, (laughs) And that... I, I saw that and died. Like my favorite <laughs> response that I've ever seen to that question. But President's Day is hilarious because you are Australian. Right. We have days. We have specific days for specific presidents. I feel like if right. you were not good enough to get your to own get day, day, you don't have to just yeah. have an open day. And we don't use it for anything. We use it for like free shipping and 40% off sales. Like right. we don't. It's like the post office is closed, but what else is going on? Right. Yeah. I I don't really get it. Doesn't make a ton of sense to me. We don't have like Prime Minister's Day in Australia that I know of, at least. It just I don't know, it seems weird. It is weird. You aren't wrong. I think it's weird too. Especially currently. I'm like, why celebrate any of that? Right. But that's just me. <laughs> I mean, there are some American holidays that I like. Halloween, for example. I mean, wait, you don't have Halloween in Australia? I know I sound dumb asking that. How dumb am I that I think every other country has all of our dumb Hallmark holidays? Well, 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 hang on. Halloween is a seasonal holiday, not necessarily American holiday. So they do Halloween other places that originated not in America. We just 
we just turned it into our own thing and we do do you do anything similar to it no um so like all all hallows eve i guess is like a european thing originally if i'm if i'm right about that but yeah america really does it up to a whole other level australia does nothing it's not a thing And when I was a kid growing up, because my mom's American, we would kind of celebrate at home. My mom's a fan of like every holiday. So we celebrated (laughs) Hanukkah and Halloween and Christmas and like everything you could celebrate, she would celebrate. (laughs) I like that. But one year she's like, you you know, you and your friends should go trick or treating. It'll be fine. And so we got dressed up. I want to say we're like maybe eight or nine. And we got dressed up and we went door to door saying trick or treat. And the expressions on people's faces, not only did they not want us there, but they literally had no fucking idea what we were talking about. Oh, my God. And so then we'd have to explain it to people. Oh, it's Halloween. And we dress up and we come around and knock on the door and you give us lollies because we don't say candy in Australia. And they would just be like, what? Why? Wow. So you're dressed up begging for candy. Do your yes. parents know and what you're doing? So wow. painful and horrible. And a couple of people gave us like weird things like here's an apple or here's, here's what we have in our cupboard. Yeah, here's $2. Here's a packet of cookies. I don't know. Wow. It was so awkward and just terrible. We never did it again. That breaks my heart. That's like the best holiday there is. What a ripoff for Australia. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, I was very excited to move here. And the first Halloween when we were living in San Diego, We got all this candy, so much candy, and I was ready. I'm like, the kids are going to come. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I don't think we got a single trick-or-treater. It was just like crickets. No one came at all. Um, But then we moved to kind of a more suburban neighborhood in Colorado, and it was like nonstop. Every two minutes, there's like 20 kids at the door. So I made up for it. It was fun. I love that. Okay. This or that. Bring it. Summer or winter? Summer. Australian spiders or American spiders? <laughs> American <Ooh>. spiders. <laughs> That's not even a question. It's a trick question. Do you like to be attacked by things bigger than your face <laughs> that you thought was a shadow? Or do you want to not be bothered and leave it in the corner because oh it might God. get mosquitoes? She answered that with a laugh that said, Australian spiders eat children. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Socks with sandals, yes or no? No, no. (laughs) Tropical drinks by a pool or wine tasting at a vineyard? Ooh, wine tasting at a vineyard. I burn easily. (laughs) (laughs) I do know. You do do know. know. Dogs or cats? Cats. Sour food or spicy food? Oh, neither. Ooh. You see sour and spicy on a menu, you automatically like move on yeah like no are you a sweet or savory person oh i have a sweet tooth (laughs) like it's bad that's awesome it is bad it is so much sugar they have a pill i saw an ad oh god i'm a diabetic and i should buy this pill put it in your mouth and then like a couple minutes later it makes sweet stuff not have any flavor oh Oh, i need that flavorless so it stops your cravings for sugar Mm, but what is it made of because then you're going to get addicted to that Ooh. Ah, it's made know. of straight cocaine. Colombian cocaine. Yep. <laughs> we went right to the same spot. But it's like, I've replaced my problem. It's great. It's, it's fine. I don't have a problem with sugar anymore. It's super fucking awesome. And I never sleep. It's amazing. <laughs> I ordered stuff from China, then I went and got it from China. <laughs> I ran there. It was filled with cocaine. It's so weird. Oh my God. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, puzzles or crosswords? Oh, puzzles. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Wait. Are you doing the crossword on cocaine and the puzzle on cocaine? Yes. Which do you prefer to be doing on cocaine? Um, still um. puzzles. <laughs> I fucking uh, crosswords. I'm, I'm just picturing a bunch of ladies in alt summit attire <laughs> doing puzzles as fast as possible. And I'm like crying right now. <sighs> Puzzle party. We are all wholesome people. Yeah, our laughter definitely lets people know that we have, in fact, done cocaine. Before. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's fine. It's something you dabble in when you're stuck in the '80s forever, like Americans. <laughs> you come to America, you dabble in some shit. Oh my eyeballs! Oh. All right, so puzzles, teaching or being taught. Oh, I really like both, but I think I'll go with teaching. I love teaching people new things. I would love to take a teach of yours in the right format and especially right now during quarantine everybody's home all the stuff is virtual I think it's so cool that people you look up to and look at their stuff online and you're like man how do they they just make it look so easy it's so cool to be able to get like an inside scoop from people that yeah know, typically that's true it's not as accessible to do those things and now people are like oh shit well I have a class everybody zoom me and I'm like this is awesome I yeah I agree that's why I had trouble with that one I love learning new things love it I love taking classes I love teaching classes I'm a serial student big time mm. Yeah, I think that goes for all three of us too. We have creative friends that do a thing and then we learn the thing. We get obsessed with becoming really good at it. Yes. I feel like that's a maker's curse though, because mm -hmm. for instance, we've now started needle punching and now I'm like, I want to be the best goddamn needle puncher I could be yeah. before I move on to the next project. Mm -hmm. I'm the lazy. My Coke bag is empty, you guys. I am <laughs> lazy AF when it's coming to the crafting stuff because I have so many projects going on. Legit though, I just got done doing wood burning stuff and was like, oh, I want to do more wood burning. Well, that's the problem. I want to do all the things, all yeah, of them. Agreed. And there's just not enough hours in the day. Yeah, there isn't. Between her and I, it's like oh, leatherworking. We have everything. Jewelry. <laughs> she has, I was like, I need to get a little soldering iron. I don't know where mine went. She goes, oh, I have all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a drill press and a bunch of jump rings? Yeah, totally. <laughs> why, why do you ask? It's so weird. I mean, why wouldn't she? Doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it's normal because I don't think the average person finds like a rogue Ziploc baggie full of neon pink curtain tassels. That happened one time and I was like, wonder why I have these. I'm sure it was for something cool, but Lord knows now. <laughs> as soon as the Rona is done, mm -hmm. I'm coming down there and we're just going to have like, yeah. a craft noon or something. You're so mm. close to us and yeah. it makes me so happy. If I don't do something soon, I'm going to rock it to the moon without my free will. I'm just going to like, and like yeah. go through the ceiling. So let's say the world is on fire and they're like, hey, you guys hunger down just six more months of this bullshit. What we're going to oh, do God. is we're going to hop in Shannon's little car and we are going to come up and we are going to sit six feet apart from you at some fucking park yeah. while we all color in a coloring book yeah and we're just gonna hang out and we're gonna make it happen i don't care if we have to wear hazmat suits i'm down Let's <laughs> i have do a really it. big driveway like we Perfect. can set up some Let's camp chairs in it yeah oh, it. we've got some little fold-up tables we can do it we'll bring our own chairs mm. byoc 
Yeah. So everything right. our butt touches will take with us. Because that's where the virus yeah. lives. In, in your butt. butt. That's what I've heard. In your butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Anal Rona. That's the next phase. That's one of the ways you can get it is what they were saying in the CDC. This is, this is how some people are learning what tongue punching is because they said (laughs) this is where we've gone to we went from needle punching to tongue punching and that's the world we live in right now and that's okay but in the cdc documentation (laughs) for contracting the virus it was mouth mouth to anal contact (laughs) fantastic but on that note no shit. let's uh let's compliment you oh yes just kidding oh my god excellent segue <laughs> i thought this gal was an artist what what is happening she's also oh. a wild card <laughs> she's a multi-faceted onion that's right? what it is right the peeling the layers and the facets and she's the, just yeah, out there the in her things. halloween costume asking you to give her some candy america right. so i will say i already knew that i was going to enjoy your company just based on bonnie's stories from that evening because we were both so exhausted from our days, but yet she was so filled with energy talking about <laughs> the Jessicas and how freaking hilarious you guys were. Then when I met you in person, I'm like, oh, this shit's hilarious. You are just like a sunshiny soul. You have a dry humor for being a sunny person, yes! which I find complex and very <laughs> delightful. It's like if Daria and Barbie made a baby and she was from yeah! Australia. And it's super fucking great. And I love it. And your talent, you're very humble about your talent, but you're also very classy about like, yeah, I fucking made that. It's awesome. I enjoy you. Oh my gosh, you guys. I think you're great. <laughs> I also love your sneaky, dry, sarcastic underlying tones with the outside that says michaels come sponsor me (laughs) yes so true your online presence is so beautiful and cheerful and happy and it makes other people happy and it makes other people want to be creative and the crazy part about meeting you when i found out what your instagram handle was i went oh i already follow you i had already known who you were online for a long time but didn't know who you were you are multifaceted you have this draw about you that i feel like we could hang out and talk with you for hours and get all kinds of crazy stories and go down rabbit holes of memories and i feel like you're just such a real interesting person and you're also like just a really kind and sweet like even when you weren't feeling good and you were being cilantro poisoned (laughs) by the staff rude (laughs) Even when you weren't feeling good, it's like a table of like 10 people. So you could have just been like, all right, guys, see you the next thing I'm bouncing and left. Instead, you were like, I am so sorry. I like, I hate. And we're like, no, go. You're being poisoned. And you're like, I know, but you got, I'm so sorry. And like still being the most polite human, even when she's being poisoned, she's sunshine. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into you. Thank you so much for taking time out. I know you are a hardworking mom. It's summertime with nothing to do. So you're doing a fantastic job as a wife and a mom and an artist and a human maker and a teacher. We super appreciate you. Yes. I don't care if you think you're shy. We know you're dope and we want everyone to see how dope you are. Oh my God. Peer pressure for the win. I love you guys. You're amazing. (laughs) 
You're you amazing. Are that. You are that. Would you like to go ahead and tell our listeners where they can find you, follow you, all the Ooh, things? Oh, sure. I am at brownpaperbunny.com. That's where you can see all my blogs and tutorials and sign up for the newsletter and whatever. Also, every social media channel there is brown paper bunny, mm -hmm. especially Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but I hate Facebook. So, you know, just mm -hmm. don't bother following me there. And <laughs> yep. and uh, Skillshare as well. I've got a bunch of classes on Skill. Well, I have two, but I have another one about to launch and a couple more in oh, the way. Can you tell us about nice. the one that's about to launch? Oh, uh, yeah. Or is it top secret? No, no, it's not top secret. Ooh, um, yes, I'm doing more watercolors using markers and we're doing a pretty wreath using mm. uh, Tombow markers and it's super fun really versatile project so yeah I should come do it for those people who have never yeah. done a Skillshare class ever they're really fun and right now they have all kinds of coupon codes and stuff online to where you can join and become a member for super cheap so if you're at home and you've already exhausted your resources of keeping yourself busy or learning a new craft definitely find Jessica on Skillshare Jessica Mack brown paper bunny really really a good resource especially right now yeah there's a ton of super fun classes I I probably take uh 10 times more classes on Skillshare than I create but I'm, I'm working on that <laughs> <laughs> you're just recycling it you're like thank you Skillshare <laughs> for hiring me but then also I'm going to take that and I'm going to go spend it on these people. Mm -hmm, exactly. I love it. There's too many things. There's it's so awesome. many choices. It's like if you had a Pinterest board, you're like, oh, I should do all these things. And then Pinterest came to life and said, okay, click this button. Let me show you how. Do the things, people. And find her online. Her stuff is super beautiful and she has bookmarks now, but go by any of her genre book spines. They're so detailed that they make oh, my so eyes good. feel crazy when I look at them because they look like a stack of books. <laughs> so if you're an avid reader, you've probably already seen these on the internet, but to her Society6 shop, I recommend a mug so you can sit there and look at all the all the spines mm. and think about how many books you have yet to read. Oh, absolutely. I recommend going to her Instagram because she just posted uh, within the last couple of days a video of painting it. And it is unbelievable. Like you're so fucking talented. It's crazy. Like it's so awesome to watch you do what you do because it is not a skill I have. And it's nice to watch somebody with skillful oh, hands you're do very sweet. Things, so. <laughs> do you feel like sometimes you're so good, you have to post a video of how you did it to prove to people that it's a real painting? Okay. So I did post that Ooh. because I had a bunch of people um, actually message me. And usually they're like, you know, 10-year-old girls. <laughs> Why are you taking photos of books <laughs> and then pretending you painted them? <laughs> and you can't slap them through the internet. So I, you're tried, like, oh, I tried. Hold my beer. I'll slap you with this video. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll show you end to end. This is my process. This is how I do them. Good <laughs> for good. you. That's a very good in your face. Mm, thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. We do. This episode was so much fun to make and our guest was so full of laughter. We hope you laughed along with us and thanks for supporting us. If you want to support us with your dollars, Bonnie, where can they support us with monies? Oh goodness. You guys can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you are that. Thank you very much. And if you wanted to support us with zero doll hairs, free 
only price is your energy of going to your platform that you listen on. If you're able to leave a review, leave a nice thing. Appreciate it because it'll help other people find us. If you would like to virtually hang out with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter as well under No, You Are That. Don't forget the No. It's important. We have a Facebook page for You Are That. And then we also have a group that we call the Clubhouse full of really cool people, really cool stuff. As far as surveys and questions, if you want to hang out and make new friends virtually, because I think that's the only way we can make new friends right now, it's a great time to join. It is. What else is about it? We also have merch. We do. We have hats and shirts and pants and stickers and yay. And it's all awesome. And it's all kind of nostalgic feeling. Totally. Yep. If you want to put an 80s tank top on your body, do it. Any way you find us, say hi, drop a comment. And let us know that you are listening. We want to connect with all of you because we love you and you are listening and appreciating us. And we want to appreciate you back. Yeah. Virtual high fives. We're all about it. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you Acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.